Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello. Hello. Welcome Hello. to Connection with Brian and Nicole and Sharon. Hello. She is our first guest on season two. Season two. Yes. Yeah. She's making monumental history. <laughs> 2017. Yes, yes, that's weird. Mm, that that's is strange. really weird. Yeah, it is. I remember back in the 90s, mm. I was like, man, when it turns 2000, that's just going to be weird. It just yeah. feels like it's still 2016. It does. I know it mm. does. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's cracking himself up. <laughs> Meanwhile, we had Sharon last season. And she did so boomtastic that we decided to bring her back into 2017. Amen. Great. Glad to be here in 2017. Yes. Oh, gracious. Meanwhile, in Sharon's head, she's going, Lord, these pastors you gave me. Meanwhile, somebody's driving down the road listening on the radio going, what in the world just happened? (laughs) Why is that so funny? (laughs) We went into a new hour and all of a sudden the radio has lost its mind. (laughs) (laughs) The people on the radio have lost their mind. (laughs) Welcome to Connection. (laughs) (laughs) You can see more of this on Connection Show. You can. You can connect with us and all of our craziness. We have fun we do. with Jesus. We, we have do. the joy we of the Lord for That's sure. Right. So. You know what? We're made in the image of God, and God is fun. Yeah, yes, he he is. has a sense of humor. He, he does. does. He does. He made yes. me. He, <laughs> he made me. <laughs> Amen. That's right. Amen. But you can connect with us on yeah. connectionshow.org and see <laughs> past episodes. And you can see more of this episode and see God's sense of humor with the three yes. of us. Amen. That's, a good one. That's right. He can use anybody. He sure That's can. Right. He sure can. Thank he can goodness. speak through a donkey and these three people. There is nothing that man can't do. That's, oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharon's That's right. like, I don't know how to. It's like, where's the segue? Where's the transition? <laughs> like, I'm in a loss for words. Please. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. It's so glad we're so glad to have you, Miss Sherry. We are. Thank you. It's really we've had uh, the two episodes so far, yes. and uh, really felt like we should have another one. And we were talking the first episode, and y'all can go back and at ConnectShow.org and watch the testimony or the um, interview part one and part right. two. And uh, we talked about the great, I mean, life-giving yeah. testimonies that yes. God provided you with. And then in part two, we talked about some of the just amazing revelations yes. that the Lord yeah. has poured out on you that's changed your life. And yes. you said you have some more of those where, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you started coming to Boomerang Church where we pastor mm. and um, walked in. And it was the time uh, in your life where you just said, I need to, I need to level up with God. Right. I need to move forward, yeah. and uh, God's done that with yes, you. It's been awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, I know in that process that the Word has come alive to you. Yes. Uh, your relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit has just come alive, yes. and uh, God's blessing you. And uh, mm-hmm. we just we praise God with you over that, and and you are a blessing to us. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So. Yeah. Um, we just thank you for being you and humble and just mm-hmm. growing in the Lord because as you grow in the Lord, it helps us to say, look, when you just hand yourself, hand your life as a living sacrifice over right. to God, look at what God can do. And he's mm-hmm. really just started lifting your life up to those new levels. And right. it's awesome. So, yes, it um, is. 
Thank you for being here. So tell us some more about some of the things since you've come to Boomerang, some more of the things that the Lord has really opened up and you've seen a difference in. Okay. Uh, one of the other things that, you know, I've noticed since I came to Boomerang or which the Lord's opened up is like, um, usually uh, a pastor to me was, you know, somebody, you know, who preached the word, you know, and you grow from. And then, you know, if you need prayer, you go to him. Yeah. Um, but here at Boomerang, I've learned there's another level. There's um, there's spiritual guidance through yeah. the pastor, mm -hmm. you know, you and, and Nicole also as a pastor that you, sometimes you need uh, spiritual leading. It might be about, you know, a decision yeah. or a plan. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a, 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 a serious, you know, crucial sickness or right. anything like that, but it's just spiritual leading of, you know, which path to help, you know, guide your sheep, you know, yeah. you guide us in that direction through the, the power of God. Yeah. So yeah. that had been, you know, I, I didn't know that, you know, that I had access to past, pastor leadership like that before yeah. I got to Boomerang. So that was, you know, kind of yeah. surprising, you know, because, you know, first time, you know, Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'll ask you for that leadership, you know, and you could tell the first time it was probably kind of a little awkward yeah. for me, but, you know, it's like that's a part of God's plan right. in the that's Bible right. to that's access exactly the right. pastor and, you know, the pastors of your church and leadership and decisions and, you know, businesses or whatever path mm -hmm. it might be. Yes. So that was, you know, that was great. Amen. Yeah, yeah there's... um. You know, and I, and I would say that in my experience, uh, not all people that call themselves pastor or that are in the role of a pastor at a church, mm -hmm. just because somebody's at a church, I mean, just, just speaking real honestly, just because they're at a church and their title was pastor right. doesn't mean that God has ordained them as a pastor. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's that's something where you see the fruit of it. A pastor right. is a shepherd, and mm -hmm. he's... he's um, feeding the sheep right. and he's overseeing the sheep and right. he's taking uh, care of them in that way through uh, through Jesus uh, through the strength and the care of Christ right and um, but just because they you know have pastor in the title a lot of times you don't see that necessarily or they may be called into a different kind of office but they're right. in that pastoral role and position so that may be some of what you saw before mm -hmm. uh, but not everybody operates like that mm -hmm. and um, I, I think that pretty much everybody in that pastoral role should and mm -hmm. to some degree at the very least to their own leadership like right. Jesus did with his disciples um, he had 12 disciples that we know of that he spent a lot of time with. Yeah. And then even within that group, he spent even more time with Peter, James, and John. Right. And that was kind of like that, um, those uh, very, very close disciples. And he, you know, pastored them and shepherded them. And, and um, then you do have, I just have to say, you know, uh, you have some people that never do that, and then you have some people that really want to go to the nth degree, and they want yes. to hear every detail of your life, and you shouldn't do anything without me hearing from you. Right. And the devil tries to highlight both of those ditches mm -hmm. and tell uh, people that would be in the sheep position, that in the flock position, uh, the bad stuff about 
somebody that's, well, look, he never even called you. He points that stuff out. Well, he might not, that pastor might not have called because the Holy Spirit had told him not to call yet, right. you know, mm -hmm. or, or the devil would say, well, he wants to control your whole life. And one of the best things I ever heard about that was actually with uh, JD, who helps us here on the set. Right. And uh, God spoke mm -hmm. to him one time. He said, if I wanted to control your life, I would have done it from the garden. I would right. have never given you a choice. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not trying right. to control you, yeah. and Pastor yeah. Brian's not trying to control right. you. Amen. And uh, I went, amen. That was a great word yeah. from the Lord. Yes. And it really brought freedom mm -hmm. uh, to J.D. and yeah. that. And so, But the devil, man, does he like highlighting that. And the problem is not that it's, it's easy to not listen to the devil, but so many people just listen to those thoughts and don't take them captive. Right. And then they don't have the help that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that the Lord showed me about a shepherd, somebody who's really operating in a pastoral uh, role, is right. this, is if when he used that example, there's some things in uh, that physical example that helps give us an idea for example, if um, a shepherd is standing there and a sheep is standing beside him, you mm -hmm. know, like this, right. well, how far could that sheep see? So that sheep might could see this far, but the shepherd, because they're standing taller, they can see much further. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. they can see pitfalls yes. or even you know, places not to go, but also places to go right. that's down the path. Yes. And so they are there to help that uh a part of the flock, yeah. right. avoid the trouble yes. and see where to go, have vision mm -hmm. for the future. And right. that's what you're talking about. And mm -hmm. the other thing was in uh, Psalms 133. This is, I think, very important. We see, we see this all over the word, but in Psalms 133, it's talking about uh, unity. It's talking about unity, and it's a short, it's only three verses, but it says, uh, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Yeah. Now, over in Ephesians, we're commanded to get into unity, yeah. right. uh, but what I want to talk about is not just the unity. Unity brings an anointing, mm -hmm. but what we see in here is also a picture of how the anointing flows uh, in the body of Christ. And so the anointing that you need in your life, uh, it says the unity brings, it's like the precious oil upon the head, or that's an, an anointing, the power of God, uh, the glory of God in our lives. And it comes upon the head, so the head of the body is Jesus, mm -hmm. coming down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, a beard represents the eldership or the leadership, right. okay? So that oil flows from Jesus to the leadership of the church and then coming down upon the edge of his robes. So it goes all the way down and covers the whole body. Right. But there is a process that it comes through. Right. And um, then one of the things that it says, it shows us is this. I, I made this statement recently is that uh, your pastor... Yeah, a true pastor that you are called and planted in that body, in that mm -hmm. flock, a pastor has an anointing for your life right. that mm -hmm. you do not have. Right. Yeah. You, you, uh, 
because you can walk in anointing, but until you plant yourself and you humble yourself and submit yourself to where you're planting, you don't connect to the anointing that's coming down from the beard, from the leadership, mm. until yes. you are connected to that part of the body. Yeah. Right. So that connection takes humility and submission. And so that's a big deal. It's not one where, you know, we want you to call up every time, well, do I turn right or left no. on this street? You <laughs> yeah. know, that's... That's silliness. Right. But if you're heading into, you know, um, a decision, particularly life-changing decisions, right. uh, decisions that have to do with church or have to do with growth or, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Mm. Did I hear from God right? You right. know, that's mm. what that pastor is there for. And, mm -hmm. you know, you tapped into that. Yes. and have. Have you seen, can you think of an example where you came and you saw the difference between asking and connecting to us as a as a leader in your life and you saw manifested difference between how it used to be and how it is now um, and I'm putting you on the spot so mm -hmm. can, if you think of an example where you've seen that change in your life bring that up but well I, I know that you know I did you know seek y'all at that one time about you know a d direction you know but that direction you know after talking to you guys and you know y'all guided me and direct me in the path of seeking the lord and, yeah and you know to meditate upon it you know and all so i didn't go down that path so that was a good amen good thing so i remember what we were doing yeah. we were talking about did you hear from god or not mm -hmm. and we helped you to see right this might not be god and then right. as you prayed on that, meditated right. on that, you figured out this is not the Lord. And right. so you didn't. Right. So in other words, you would have been all the way down this path having yes. chosen something that God had never told you to do. Right. There would have been no provision for you. You'd have been wasting time and effort. That's right. And um, that was beautiful because mm -hmm. you did. You humbly came and said, what do you think about this? And right. That's... Mm -hmm. That, to me, is one of the strongest areas of a pastor is the ability to help people figure out, am I hearing from God correctly? Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, I can think of a situation one time, uh, Deb also helps us on our set, and we have had some interviews with her, but I can think of a time where uh, she went and was doing something, and then she found out, you know, some things didn't go right, and she came back and said, I thought I heard, I asked the Lord. Yeah. I thought I heard from the Lord. And we were able to sit down and she came back and she said, you know what? I had bias that I didn't know that I had. Uh -huh. And I was doing something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. But right. as we talked about and she came to her pastor, mm -hmm. we were able to. So what that does is for the rest of her life, she will see that more clear right and uh, mm -hmm. that's so important mm -hmm. that's a, such an important value uh, to anybody in the yeah. flock and right. I do the mm -hmm. same thing I go to my pastor and say right. this is yeah. what I'm doing mm -hmm. you know yeah. this is what I believe the Lord's telling me what do you think and right sometimes mm -hmm. he goes I believe you've heard from the Lord he does that a lot yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah. sometimes he goes oh yeah I wonder what the word says about that. Let's turn over here and right. see. And I'm like, and then he corrects me. Yeah. yeah but that's mm -hmm. what we have, yeah. have a pastor for. So. Mm -hmm. Well, when you think about, you know, I think about, you know, a real shepherd and sheep. Sheep go about, you know, their day-to-day -day life grazing and wandering around and stuff like that. But then, you know, when they start to get over to a briar patch or over to the edge, right. that's when a, sh a shepherd will guide them. 
yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. if he were just wanting to control them, then when that one wanders off, he wouldn't go after the one. That's right. He would just try to control the flock itself. Mm -hmm. But a shepherd loves, he cares about those sheep. So it mm -hmm. says, you know, in the word, when that one wanders off, he goes after them because the shepherd mm -hmm. truly does care. Yes. And that's yeah. how, mm -hmm. you know, our shepherds are, our pastors are, is, you know, we go about our day-to-day -day life, you know, eating the word and right. walking it out. Um, but, it, I mean, every one of us occasionally will get in a briar patch or get in a ditch right. or, you know, yes. too close to an edge that could harm us. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, we've got to turn and look at our shepherd and say, is this okay? Yes. Knowing that we're asking him because he's walking in the love of the Father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'll, um, I had a situation just yesterday that I'll tell you about, but the uh, one of the things that I look for now, if I get the slightest inkling inside of me that I need to call my pastor, Pastor Gene, and talk to him, mm -hmm. I instantly get on the phone. Yeah. And if I get this, the devil knows now, if I get, oh, you don't need to call Pastor right. Gene, Pick up the phone who, I instantly yep. call him yes. right then because mm -hmm. that what he's trying to do is lead me off path. And mm -hmm. why in the world would God ever tell me to not talk to my pastor right. who loves me That's and right. loves Jesus? Mm -hmm. There's no reason. Because even if he's not, let's say my pastor's not thinking right, I know he loves Jesus enough to self-correct. Right. And maybe this is the thing that brings that out. So either way, I'm calling yeah, him. Right. And if I don't know he loves Jesus, then I shouldn't <clears throat> be there anyway. You yeah, know? Right. So that mm -hmm. I'm not really, I'm never going to be submitted to somebody in the right way if I don't think that he loves Jesus right. or she loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm, so if I hear, uh, well, you don't need to call your pastor. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm, I it's run the to the phone. Now. Yeah, That's right. Because it's in yeah. that communication that mm. brings us to the unity yeah. that the blessing and anointing is poured out. And, right. But everybody has situations and times where their flesh tries to ride up, rise up, right. tries to bring us and get us biased. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, yesterday I, I had a bunch of stuff hit me at one time. And uh, it was frustrating. It was irritating. And in the middle of it, I uh, had some, you know, some a situation where... Uh, Man, I just, I had the love of God for somebody and they were mm -hmm. not returning it. And it hurt me. It hurt my heart. And there for about two hours, I was just not in a good mood because they had hurt me. They had, mm -hmm. you know, they had hurt my heart. Right. But I had, and I could have, you know, gotten off track there or yes. not hear, heard from the Lord correctly. And so all of us have that potential within our flesh. And in First John, it says, if yeah. you think that you don't, you're fooling yourself. That's right. You know? And so we need, and a pastor will help us to draw back into that place of godliness right. and godly thinking. Mm -hmm. And when we're, you know, thinking the worst and the most irritated, a lot of times that's the time when we really do need to talk to right. a spiritual leader mm -hmm. uh, the most. So, yes. amen. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And I know it's helped you, yes, you know, multiple it has. times yes, and just it has. praise God. Mm -hmm. So do you have some other stuff that that sticks out to you as far as revelation? Um yeah, I think that um another one is, you know, when we come in here as a corporate body, you know, in the yeah. mornings before church and, and praying and stuff and you know, I can feel the power of God, you know, yeah. when I come in here, you know, and I've been, you know, seeking that yes. and knocking and asking for that at home. 
you know, in yes. my own, you know, personal relationship. Yeah. So pretty much after, let's see, I think it was Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after Sunday, I've been experiencing that at home. And, oh, and I'm hallelujah. just so excited. That is awesome. That, you know, because, you know, I knew it was there. Yes. But it was, you know, whatever the block. Mm -hmm. was of trying to get because i know we don't go off feelings yes, yeah yes. but you know when the power yeah, of god yeah. is there so that's you know been another that's been exciting because i've been waiting on that that's been going on for a long time because yeah. you know i've asked you know yes. a couple times yes. you know about you know i'm just waiting you know to yeah. hear it and you say just keep persevering yeah you know, press and in press in and what is that press in shaking down and yeah and, and uh so that's been been great. Yeah. Um, you know, all right. So some people don't know, and we're you know this when this episode comes out will be a little bit of time from right. when we recorded it. But what happened to you in the service? Because some people don't know about this is mm -hmm. the joy of the Lord came all yes, over yeah. you yeah. in service, mm -hmm. and so now what you're telling me is this joy that came over you, over you that caused there was so much joy it caused you to laugh and just yes so stuff of the world what you're telling me you tell mm. me if this is correct from that joy that really didn't have a logical foundation right there was no logic for mm -hmm. it the joy that the lord and the holy spirit brought to you yes. broke the crust off yes. that released a power and broke through a bondage yes, that you were did. having personally in your yes. life mm -hmm. and in your personal um, intimate time with god at home yes that's exactly right i mean there was just some kind of barrier that i couldn't <laughs> get through you know because i knew it was there i've experienced yeah. it before yeah. but you know it was you know, come on, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> I want more. So, yeah, that's exactly what it did. It broke through. So now I'm Amen. able to, not only to experience it here with the corporate body yes. as a unity in our church, but I can also feel it at home, yes. riding in the car. Hallelujah. You know, wherever that's I awesome. Go now. So, yeah, I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. All right. Yeah. So I think that this will help people. So um, let's say that. We won't go into details about what happened to you personally, right. but let me ask you some questions in this way. This, I think, will help people. Um, did you, if I told you what was going to happen to you on Sunday, if I explained exactly what you would feel and think, if I explained that to you, would that have made sense to you <laughs> before it happened? No. No. So it was outside, what happened to you was outside of your logic. Outside of my logic, yes. It, it, you didn't yeah. understand it? Let, mm -hmm. Would you have, if I'd have told, told you, this is about to happen to you and told you details, mm -hmm. would you have been ready to accept that? Uh, just so easily ready to accept that? Or would your fleshly mind have gone, I don't know if I like that or not? It, it probably my fleshly mind because you actually, you know, said you're fixing to. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. The Lord showed me He was about to. Yeah, pour and out I really on didn't know because you know I have, you know, <laughs> I have held back. Yeah. You know the flesh. You know I try to open. Yeah. Up to to the Lord. You know and and feel that that Holy Spirit come in. You know and I and I know that. You know I've been holding. Yeah. Back so you know you. you holding actually, on to control. Yes. 
Yeah, instead yeah. of letting go, you know, just freely, just put your arms down, limp, let and it flow. So the what you experienced came from you humbling yourself mm -hmm. to the Holy Spirit. This freedom and breakthrough came from you humbling yourself to the Holy Spirit and yes. letting go and letting God do what He wanted to do. Yes. And your logical mind, though, um, probably fought, it fought that at yeah, first. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. But the breakthrough came from something that you could not necessarily explain. Yes, it did. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. So because, and of course you know why I'm asking that, right. is because so many people, uh, if God doesn't move with inside their logic, mm -hmm. they will resist it. Right. And what you're saying is there was a freedom outside yes. of your logic and when you became as a child to what the Lord wanted to do, mm. that freedom came. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I would just encourage, you know, people, there is so if if God was contained inside of your thinking, that would be a very minimal God yeah. mm -hmm. and he would not be able to solve any of your problems right. because if you could solve your problems you would and you can only solve what you know. Yes. He knows more, he goes beyond what we can ask or think, right. he's beyond our imagination. He is outside of our logic and you really don't want to serve a God that's inside of that's our right. logic. I don't. I don't want a God that's limited to what I know and right. what I can think yeah. in a corrupted world. Yeah. So. God is going to do stuff outside of That's our right. box right. and we've got to understand that and the more and the quicker and the sooner we understand that, yeah. the quicker He can bring the freedom. Right. Not only to you, do you think now that you've received that, that you could help other people bring, have freedom come to their life? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. amen. So now that you've received some in mm -hmm. abundance, and that's just the beginning, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Now that you've received some in abundance, mm -hmm. you can help other people in every good work as well mm -hmm. and pour out on them. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to say, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, sometimes Amen. I just have to listen, but, you know, yeah. he'll let you know. You know, yeah. he'll let me know when to inject. Praise so I'm God. I'm just waiting Amen. for the Amen. <laughs> let, me, let me read this. This is, um, uh, we got about three minutes left. This is First John chapter 1. And verse 1, I think through 4, because what, what happened was the joy of the Lord came upon you. Really, That's yeah, the yes, very general description of it. Uh -huh. um, the joy of God came on you. And it says this, so you experience this. this what yes. I'm about to read is what's going to, you'll see how it ties in. What was from the beginning what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, and what we have looked at, and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. Mm -hmm. So in other words, what was prophesied about in the Bible, mm -hmm. they actually saw yeah. with their own, in the physical realm, in the flesh, they saw, they touched, they, they heard it. Yeah. In other words, what they're describing is their interaction with Jesus. Yes. Now, Jesus is present with us all, but in the flesh, he's not here in the flesh except through us, yeah. right? right? But to John, 
He was literally there. And this, he's not describing something spiritual and far off and that you just get in your thinking. He's describing something real and made manifest, something yeah. that is a reality, that something that could be touched. Yeah. All right. And that's what something that could be touched, something tangible. And the life was manifested. And we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life. Now, when it says eternal life, uh, John also in John 17, 3 says eternal life is to know the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. That know there is to be in an intimate fellowship. So eternal life is an intimate fellowship. Mm -hmm. So when he says we proclaim to you the eternal life, the intimacy, the fellowship with God and right. Jesus which was with the Father and was manifested with to us. So this relationship, this fellowship was manifested. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also. You see how many times he's talked about, look, we've seen this, we've heard right. this. This is real. Yeah. I'm not talking in spiritual, right. uh, just intangible things. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about this is something right. real to us. We saw it, we felt it. You're going to see it and That's feel right. it too. Mm -hmm. So that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. These things we write so that our joy, what we saw and touched, our joy right. may be made complete. And he's talking about be made complete in you. Yes. No matter where you're watching right now, mm -hmm. you can have a joy that's full and complete yeah. and you can feel and touch with God. God wants to uh, reach down from heaven and be so real in your life that the bondages are broken right. off. Freedom comes that's and right. joy comes to you. Amen. We hope you got something Amen. out of today. Thank you so much for being with us Amen. on another episode of Connection. We praise God for you and love you. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.